0: to avoid a return to civil war. That's according to an independent negotiator, Loretta Rosario. This comes after Renamo declared it was terminating a 1992 peace accord which ended the devastating 17-year civil war. Two days of tit-for-tat violence have raised fears that the country could plunge back into civil war. Renamo allegedly attacked a police station on Tuesday, after a government raid on its base. To discuss the situation in Mozambique further is South African Institute of International Affairs researcher Aditi Lal Bahadur. A very good morning to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. Uh, Good morning, thanks for having me. Just how real are the concerns of a return to civil war?
1: Um, I think that um, they need to be taken with a pinch of salt, to be honest. Um, I think that the, the whilst Renamo has um, certainly has some um, cause for grievance, I'm not necessarily convinced of the capacity of Renamo um, to re-engage in, in civil war. Well, um, at this point, um, what I can, from what I can gather, they they've been um, demanding electoral reform, a military reform, and uh, more equitable economic development, um, and so. Um, I think for the past six months, they've been engaged with Selimo in, in political negotiations um, to try and, um, and and reach some agreement on these issues. So um, I, I think that what you're seeing now is really a frustration on the part of Renamo um, in the failure of these talks, um, because they, they've been taking place, like I said, for about six months. Over 20 rounds of negotiations have been engaged in and not much headway has been made um, so i do think that, they, that the 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 violent um uprising is is a consequence of failed negotiations at this point
0: But just looking at whether or not Frelimo is guilty of monopolizing political and economic power, as is the accusation that those who'd say there's not been enough reform in, in Mozambique, there's not much to indicate that they're on the path of, you know, improving the situation pre the civil war no
1: i, I you, Mozambique has uh has made massive strides since uh, since the civil war um you know the the, the kinds of challenges the post conflict reconstruction challenges that the countries had to face have been absolutely insurmountable it It really is one of the poorest countries in the world um, The civil war itself damaged um infrastructure um you know on such a massive scale so there definitely have been improvements but it, it is true to say that um there still is more that can be done. Uh, the country, you know, is technically a, a democracy, but political opposition isn't um, isn't a, isn't as freely to- tolerated as it is here, say, for instance. Um, uh, the institutions of, of of government, you know, oversight institutions like parliament and so on, aren't as well supported as they are in in, in South Africa. So there, there is definitely a case for, um, you know, making the institutions a lot more robust. There is definitely a case for saying that corruption and graft are an increasing trend, and that is something that needs to be, you know, that something needs to be um, um, curbed if uh, if if development is to to really have an impact on on the average Mozambican. Because mm. even though the country, the economy has been growing at, at quite a consistent rate, it's been growing at over like seven percent over the past ten years. It still is. If you look at the Human Development Index, if you look at um, Uh, You know, the the, the per capita uh, income, you know, it is still one of the poorest countries in the world, It's still the fourth lowest uh, LDC. Um, It's still in the highly indebted poor country um, category of the person with institutions. So there's still a lot that can be done. Um, for the
0: country, well, uh, as you mentioned there's been there've been strides made there has been a great deal of investment in mozambique and the discovery mm-hmm. though of a major offshore gas field in two thousand and eleven uh, may present a bit of a problem, some say that uh, in instances like this, this is where uh, corrupt practices are entrenched but is it afro pessimism the the management of this uh, gas discovery, has it so far seemed like it's been handled properly?
1: Um, I'm not too sure about the the details of the gas investment but I mean, just in addition to the gas, there's also been massive amounts of coal that have been discovered in Tet and the the Debate now really is around how Mozambique manages that uh, the, the, these resources, um, because it has the, these resources have the potential to increase its autonomy from the international community, Because so at the moment it is still receives quite a substantial amount of, of uh, budget support from from the the international community so it really is a case of how does Mozambique manage this and there are there does seem to be trends a trend to show that there is a, a willingness to to um, comply with international standards, so you know it is investigating options like the EITI, which is the Extractive Industries Transparency Initiative, um, which um, you know which would make the process uh, of resource governance a, a little bit more transparent. However, there are instances of you know clear cases of, of um, preferential treatment. To you know, to to party officials um, in in offering tenders and so on, so there is still there is also that trend, um, and I think it really is a case of how the country manages this going forward. Um,
0: mm. All right, thanks a lot for your time. Aditi Lal Laubada- Bahadur is a researcher, at- the chief economist.